What's going on? It's Rick Beta. Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, where I strongly, and I'm holding my fist, of course, advise you from pushing Mongo. You know, I try to help. If you don't listen, that's fine. I mean, I guess unless you're like an 80-year-old just starting skating for the first time and you have to push Mongo, I think the, the skateboarding society will forgive you. But as I said, it's Rick Beta, episode 10, rocking and rolling. This is a milestone episode. Just because it's 10, you know, it's not that I doubted I would get to 10, but, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 10,000, you know, it starts to add up. So you can uh, follow me along at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A on Twitter. I'm on Instagram as well. And if you want to email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. <sighs> so I know I, it seems like I say it every week and I hate to say it, of course, for this time around, but it's more common, I think. More than not, I don't, not too much, but deciding on whether to start on a good note or a bad one. It seems to be like every week there's something I'm like, wow, this happened, which sucks. And then this happened, which is awesome. So I'm going to start with the bad this week. So we had a, a local ripper. His name's Pablo. He was, he was Pablo Ramirez, AKP Spliff. He died recently here in the Bay Area, so in San Francisco to be exact. And uh, First off, of course, thoughts to the friends and family and everyone on the GX1000 crew. I know it's a difficult time. It, so sad, so tragic. Lost another one of our you know, Bay Area rippers, basically. I mean, if there's one thing that maybe, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this, doesn't come off the wrong way but there's if there's one positive in this is that he died doing what he loved like literally 100 percent doing what he loved which was skateboarding and he was very similar to jake i mean he pablo is 100 percent skateboarder all the time to the core literally and not too many writers these days you know when i was saying when i was looking back on some of the clips you know after i heard the news as well is that there's not too many not too many writers out there that make my palms sweat or my heart race after watching the, you know their clips, and Pablo was one of those guys. I mean, I always had to watch. Yeah, most of his clips I had to watch like three times. One time, I had to be like, "Oh boy, here we go. I'm gonna watch the madness. What's going on? What's going down?" A second time, I had to just see how in the hell did he not end up in the hospital? And that's not a joke. Like hardcore footage how in the hell did he not end up in the hospital like 90 percent of his clips and then the third time of course I, I started noticing all the other pedestrians or workers or anyone around they'd stop in their tracks and look at what he's doing i mean you got <laughs> you got a guy that's flying down the street san francisco switch stance regular footed whatever no helmet no protection just whew, you like that sound effect? I probably could have put a sound effect in there, but that was my finger going right by the mic. But he would literally fly down the street in San Francisco. Not too many riders had that effect. I, I, I hate to say, I mean, yeah, you know, people see skateboarders sometimes as menaces or whatever, but he had all eyes on him. He would stop cars. They would record. They'd bust out their phone. I mean, he would literally zip past them, and it would take a couple seconds for their brain to realize, like, wait, did that 
did, did that guy just pass me going down that hill? I need to see what is going to happen. I mean, he would bomb hills in San Francisco both ways. As I mentioned, switch, regular, he'd do a kickflip to start, fly through, you know, flying through stop signs, stoplights, not even blinking, not even looking. That's what I was talking about, how yeah, he, he, he was fearless. He did what he loved. I mean, he died what he did, loving what he did is what I'm trying to say. To the core. And I know I talked a little bit in past, you know, on a couple past episodes about, you know, being in the zone. He was always in the zone. There were so many clips where he just threw down his board, rolled down the street. Oh, there was a car coming. Eh, they're going to stop. They'll stop. He made the car stop for him. He dictated, you know, when he was going to go. And that's pushing limits, you know, and that's, that's, that was hardcore. So crazy, but. You know, his ultimate goal. I mean, he always had his eye on the prize. He always was going to do this line. He's going to end up on the bottom. And he's going to make it. And his clip showed that. So, But Pablo, yeah, you were a force, man. RIP, only 26 years old. Brutal. But, you know, his clips are going to live on forever. And he is literally one of the very few riders that, that gave it all. Now, of course, I mean, there's never an easy way to shift to something more upbeat from news like that. And I hate to say that it's becoming more and more common. Knock on wood. Hopefully uh, it slows down. But, you know, another guy I'd like to talk to talk about next. He's kind of like the I, he's definitely an OG. He's hardcore. Says what he's thinking. He shreds. Andy Roy. I think 99% of you guys know who I'm talking about, but he's got a new podcast out called Rip Ride. He's got a co-host, David Deary. Not too familiar with that guy, but I guess he recently dropped in on Tony Hawk's ramp. You know, he's in his 30s, I think. I mean, that's awesome. I've never dropped in on a vert ramp. I'm 44. So that's inspiration, man. So David. <laughs> trying to do golf claps for you so the mic doesn't pop. Good job, David, man. That's awesome. I that's another thing that gives me sweaty palms as soon as I think of it dropping invert but the first episode is great you know uh Andy Roy talks about even he was kind of worried about dropping in as a 15 no 13 foot ramp I believe what Hawk has and Dave was talking about yeah how he saw Andy's eyes when he walked up to the the vert and looked down and he thought he was gonna bail out of course Andy Roy you know no fear just drops in so it was a great show. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this show, Rip Ride. If you haven't checked it out, definitely do so. And, you know, we all know Andy Roy's a freak in nature, but what's great, I put a note here to talk about is he's a little bit more, he's not mellower. It's just nice to hear. I think he's in a good spot. He's, I guess he's sober now, so he's in a good spot mentally. I mean, he's, I guess he's working out with Bam, so they're both, you know, hitting the, the, the gym, getting fit. I mean, congrats, Andy. That I mean, it's freaking awesome. And, the podcast, it's fun. I'm going to listen to episode two probably sometime this week, and they're about an hour long. And you guys know me. I mean, I love love podcasts, but I don't have time for five-hour Valley uh, episodes yet. It takes me, you know, five days, four or five days. But it's good to have, you know, like an episode that's about an hour or so. It's, you know, get in and get out. You know, I keep these episodes, you know, for the No Mongo about 
Yeah, I try to shoot for about 20 minutes. I'm probably going a little bit more, but what's great is that Andy's got a lot of connections, a lot of hookups, a lot of stories, a lot of people that he can bring on. And I'm so down to wait to hear the Cardiel one. That's going to be prime time. Well, but, you know, and put an, uh, put another note too. While speaking of skateboarding podcasts, there's been a lot that have been popping up. And checking my notes here. I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, I've been following Nine Club for a while. Nine Club is a, a kind of a staple. Everyone knows about it. But Skatosis is always solid. If you don't know those guys, go check them out. It's a great podcast. And mostly skateboarding is back from the dead as well. I've been listening to those guys. Great crew over there. Digging all their content, of course. Of course. And then, I almost forgot to say, is Vent City. Another great podcast. So, I mean, you, you got multiple different flavors of skateboarding podcasts. It's, you know, it's a good time for skateboarding in one. If you got one, you know, your fix for podcasts, there's plenty of shows. Check them out. Supplement your skateboarding podcast fix. Quote, unquote. But Andy freaking Roy has a podcast. And it's good times, man. Congrats, Andy. You are looking good and doing well. Can't wait to hear all these crazy stories. Now I got to ask a question. Want you to be honest, quick raise of hands. Who hasn't seen Dan Mancina's TCB rough cut? Well, not too many of you, right? If not, I mean, no worries. Just pause the show or even after the show, go check it out. I love the actually big shout out to Thrasher Magazine. Your app is the best. Easy to get on, easy to navigate, easy to check out clips. I mean, the website's great, but if you guys don't have the Thrasher Magazine app, download it yesterday. Great stuff. But I wanted to talk about, I'm a big fan of Dan Mancina. I talked about it in, I don't know, I think episode three or four. But it's great. It's The, the rough cut's cool because you get to see all the attempts. He's blind, by the way, guys, if you don't know his backstory. He's 95% blind. That 5% that he has, he says it's like shadows. It's not like a true 5% vision. So trying kickflips, trying to do big tricks, anything like that, ollies, grinds. He has that very small window of things that he can see, ledges. He's got to use his ears. He's got to use his cane, but... And even even I thought about it, too, when I was watching that clip. When you forget, like, the little things, like when he misses a trick, and you say you miss a trick and your board goes rolling away, he's got to listen to the for the board, try and stop it with his cane, try again, rinse, repeat. You forget about those things, too. I mean, he, he literally has to track it down with his cane and his ears. And what's great is um, in the clip, I was going to write, oh, yeah, I wrote down the time. Around four minutes in, four minutes, 26 seconds in. He's skating a spot and he gets kicked out. I'm like, yes, that's awesome. I mean, even blind skaters get get kicked out. But, you know, I was in my head. I'm like, this business owner, I'm like, dude, you are witnessing greatness. There's a skateboarder who's he has. a He doesn't have that cane to just for looks. He's 95 percent blind. I would have been like, you know what, man? All right. Two more tries. Let me see what you got. <laughs> Bust it out. But he got kicked out of a couple spots. And, you know, not that he's going to get any special treatment because he's blind. They, they see his skateboarder. But I would love to see it where the, the, someone says, wait a minute. You can't really see me or this, right? That's pretty cool. And Dan, of course, a gentleman. He doesn't pull the blind card at all. You know, he could. And that's not his style. That's not his. Not No woe is me for him. 
so check it out his his rough cut's pretty cool and yeah the thrasher magazine app i can't say enough good things about it so check it out let me know what you think okay as i slowly wrap up this episode number 10 i wanted to end on something that dawned on me the other day i get all these crazy thoughts all the time right and it's not just for skateboarding it's just for whatever you know and i get every once in a while i'm like okay should i talk about this should i vocalize this should i get this out to the world and this is one of those topics uh last week you know was the nfl draft those of you follow nfl or sports or just anything the nfl draft has make it made it a huge like it's what two or three days the first day is like you know first draft they always have you know viewing parties they got people wearing their gear and crying and you know, you got the players crying, everyone's doing fist bumps, everything's going crazy. But I thought about, hear me out, what if skateboarding had a draft? One day, I mean, I don't know, could you see it happening? Skateboarding gets big enough? I mean, I don't want to get into fact, sure, it'll be cheesy, but we'll be, yeah, I guess it would be as cheesy as the NFL. I mean, the whole, the whole thing is awkward anyways. You know, I got Roger Goodell doing fist bumps and hugging and players that he's going to eventually suspend and find anyway. But I, I thought about it. What if skateboarding has a draft one day? Just think about it. You know, you got your, and next up in the 2028 skateboarding draft, Santa Cruz skateboard select. And I guess you just, I don't know, insert some pros kid's name out of San Diego, California. And then everyone claps. Like, yeah. And then you cut to the, you know, the player, I mean, the, the, the rider, and he's got, he's on the phone, or he's surrounded by parents, everyone's crying, he's like in a suit, you know, his skaters, hey, he's going to make a million dollars, well, probably not make a million dollars, maybe one day they can make that much money, but don't rule it out, but <laughs> I don't know, do I need to get more sleep, is that a crazy idea, or is it something, I mean, if you, if you stop and think about it, just for a, a second, it could happen. I mean, it's not really how it works these days. I mean, normally they, you know, everyone surprises the riders these days. So you have like, hey, let's go meet at this bar. And we all of a sudden have all these people and family and you surprise them. And I'm thinking about the one from King of the Road, Zion's uh, board uh, release. That was cool. He had his dad there and everything. But I don't know, skateboarding draft, it probably won't happen, but... I just had to vocalize it. I just thought about them. How how insane would that be? How many you, you I bet there'd be like 50 podcasts complaining about that if it did. I mean, there I guess we'll get through the Olympics in 2020. Street League's not going anywhere. Uh X Games isn't going anywhere. Sorry, I almost forgot their name for a second. It's only going to get bigger. How big is it going to get? Is it going to get to draft level? Is there going to be that much of a pool of skaters that are ready and primed to take the next step to you know becoming pro if it does cool i hope you know all these riders make a lot more money obviously it's doesn't make everyone millionaire not everyone's going to be a tony hawk but i don't know think about it let me know what you think at rick beta r-i-c-k-b-a-t-a twitter instagram yeah or just email the show whatever you think man but yeah, thanks for listening. Keep the reviews coming in. That really does help, you know, because basically it's an algorithm thing. I'm not asking you to do. If you don't like the show, go ahead and rate it like that. But if you do, thanks. I appreciate it in advance, you know. 
that helps to spread to new listeners. And that's all it's about. You know, I mean, it's the skateboarding community. We're all here. We love the sport. That's all I got for the day. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Same time, same place. Keep crushing it. See ya.